Hello and welcome to this spoiler review of The Batman. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. Well, I have to start by saying that I have a a list in my head of what the top Batman films and the top Batman actors are. And uh, this is definitely in my top three on both respects. Um, I, I love the fact that it's a little darker. Um, it's kind of getting away from... It's not quite Tim Burton. It's not quite Batman v Superman. You know, it's kind of kind of its own thing, which uh, I think is good. Um, a little more grounded in reality, kind of like the the Nolan films were. And Robert Pattinson, my God, he did a tremendous job as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he did. Um, I have nothing bad to say about the film, really. Um, the cast was great. I was just blown away by it. Um, I was very, very satisfied leaving the theater. Nice. Fist in the air, pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and I think it was just the right length of time for the film, too. Yeah, it didn't feel too um, long to you? I didn't think so. Um, the The length of it kind of put me off at first. Um, but I think that if it would have been any shorter or any longer, the movie would have lost a lot of what it had going for it. Um, it does take a lot of time to kind of build up the story, which I think is good. Batman's more of a detective in this, which I love. Uh, you kind of get that, uh, that feel of, you know, Batman being more of like an analytical, um, kind of forensic detective kind of thing. Right. In this. And, uh, that's what I always liked about like the animated series, for example, is that he wasn't just a superhero standing there with his, you know, hands on his hips. And <laughs> yeah. declaring, I'm here to save the day. You know, it was, yeah. uh, that was really cool to see in this. And, uh, honestly, I think it was a little more grounded in reality than even the Nolan films were. I agree. Now this is Batman during his second year of being Batman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have, you know, military grade hardware that's just given to him and overseen by Morgan Freeman. It's, uh, a lot of the tech that he uses with, with one exception, one or two exceptions, uh, looks like stuff he picked up from Radio Shack and just put together himself. (laughs) So, um, it's very cool, very well done. And I just, I can't recommend it enough. It, it's probably one of my favorite, absolutely one of my favorite Batman films. I agree with you. Yeah. It's um, definitely like, what's crazy is it's, there's a debate now, like is the dark Knight better or is the Batman better? And I think that's pretty powerful to question that, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. See, so when I talk about my list of like, you know, my top three, top five, whatever, um, that's a that was a very hard decision for me mm-hmm. because the original you know 1989 batman with from tim burton my all-time favorite right yeah um my second has always been the dark knight and i hate to say that this one is third because it makes it sound like it's worse than the dark knight but it's it's a very very like close tie yeah um, I think there, there's a lot of good things about both films and there's really like 
the only reason that it doesn't, the only reason that like the Dark Knight, I'm not like absolutely one way or the other that it's better is because there's things that I loved about that film that will stand the test of time, no matter what. Of course. Um, the only thing that ever took me out of that film was Bale and his stupid voice, <laughs> um, like how it just got worse and worse through the throughout the film, but. That's a that's more of a nitpick than a like oh god I hate it because of this right yeah it definitely um, hasn't aged well I don't think yeah but some people like that I I don't I think it was very Clint Eastwood <laughs> you know yeah um, <sighs> and maybe he, maybe he just needed a Ludens by the end of it I don't know or, <laughs> that or something yeah. um, Joker should have flicked but, one in his mouth yeah uh, <laughs> but my God is it. Um, it's not a film to sell toys. It's not a film to take your kids to. No. Um, by any means. Um, it is PG-13. I know it, it probably was very, very close to being an R. Yeah. Well, in fact, in the UK, it is R pretty much. You, Yeah. Yeah. Which exactly. is nuts. But, yeah, it is it is crazy. Um, um, I guess we got lucky. <laughs> but, man, this is, I want to say this is the definitive Batman. If you want to see a Batman at the beginning of his career, it does that a hell of a lot better than the Nolan films did. Right, of course. And the, the good thing about this is they don't rehash the Mar- Thomas and Martha getting killed thing. Right. That was, that was one thing Matt Reeves said. No, we don't need to go back to that. People have seen that a million times. And they, they reference it. I mean, of yeah, course, it's, which is it's fine. in the film. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, we don't need to see them getting shot in the alley and young Bruce crying his eyes out over it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like Uncle Ben in Spider Man. <laughs> like, we don't need to see that again. We know it. Yeah. You know, everybody that knows the Batman knows his, you know, parents are dead. Exactly. Uh, that's like his whole thing. I'll start with the thing that uh, that really kind of blew my mind at first is, and that's the fact that Batman is working somewhat reluctantly, but uh, working very closely with the police. Yeah, that's you know, so like, different, uh, isn't it? Normally you see him kind of working in the shadows with Jim Gordon yeah, and uh, him kind of just being like giving him nudges in the right direction kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this one, he full on shows up to the crime scene Yeah, and, and is analyzing everything and it, you know, helping them kind of sol- piece it together and solve the, the riddle. No, no pun intended. I mean, it was, that part was very well done. I thought that was cool. And Jeffrey Wright, my God, what a, Oh, phenomenal sure. casting choice for Jim Gordon. Oh yeah, natural. Just he—he he was just—he didn't, you know, he didn't like steal the scene from Batman, but they—they they worked in tandem so well. They did, yeah, very well. Good chemistry, like a lot of great chemistry in this film. The casting was oh, done very definitely. well. Yeah, I, I like uh, how it's not really said in many words, but you can tell the cops aren't. 100% on board with him coming in to the crime scene and all that. They're still right, trying to understand. Right. And then, of course, the, the acting commissioner, he was not happy. <laughs> with the- Yes. Pete Savage is kind of a different uh, commissioner from what we've seen. He's not, you know, Jeff Loeb or anything like that. I think he was mm-hmm. kind of a, um, the way that it was written is he was kind of a, mix of a couple different ones from the comics yeah it was right on it was like gordon what are you doing this is a crime scene get him out of here he's a freak blah 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 (laughs) um man just 
the most practical Batman I've ever seen on film. Yeah. Very cool. I love how he had the contact to record everything, you know, so he could go back to his back yeah. computer and analyze the shit out of it and then print things out, which was badass because, you know, he can't he can't take the cards because it's evidence. So, yeah, I'll just make a copy. Um, <laughs> that was so cool. Like, he can just record everything that he sees. And, yeah. Like, go back and review it later. It's That was really well done how they did that. Yeah, um, it's very smart. Very smart. Yeah. So... Um, I do want to talk about the suit real quick. Sure. Um, I know we've analyzed the shit out of the suit <laughs> leading up to this movie. Um, but wow, just how practically done it was. Um, yeah. it's very much tactical. Yes. And, uh, it, um, you know, he doesn't have like some guy in the shadows like, Oh, Hey, my company produced all this, all this tech that's just sitting there, right. you know, Hey, paint it black and give it to me. Yeah. Um, it's, the suit itself is very practical. It's uh, very much a tactical uh, suit. Um, he forgoes the whole utility belt for um, a pair of gauntlets that have like his grappling hooks in it. I think there was even a blade that popped out of it at one point. Yeah, um, that was badass. Had like tasers in his gloves. Yep. Um, that part was really cool to me. Oh um, yeah, just to see all that. Um, yeah, it's all functional. It felt like, you know, even though I'm sure it wasn't, but you know, obviously it's a movie, but yeah, it felt yeah. real. It didn't feel ridiculous, you know? Yeah, it, uh, it definitely didn't, um, it definitely was grounded in reality. I think, um, sure. the only thing with his tech was the, was the contact thing. I was like, okay, how did you put that together? Yeah. That was probably Wayne tech there. I imagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it was. Um, so there's no manner. In this one, he lives in Wayne Tower. Right, which, kinda, yeah. It makes a feel? lot more sense. You think um, so? I think, I think it makes a lot more sense. I mean, like, you know, just me being the analytical person I am. Right. Of course they're going to notice some big giant car with a flame coming out of it going up into the hills towards Wayne Manor. True, Somebody's true. really thinking about it. You know, like, <laughs> huh, I wonder yeah. who Batman is. Um, but that was really cool. It was kind of like a, he goes, like, through some secret tunnels and, like, you know, downstairs the up and, yeah, <laughs> on this bike. Like, yeah. It's very and rugged. It yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, well, it, it plays into the Riddler, what he said of Bruce Wayne when they, when Batman and Riddler finally meet in that confession room, how, you know, Bruce is like, well, I don't know if he said it, but you know, it's always known that Bruce is the Prince of Gotham. So what better, I guess, analogy, is that the right word? Like he's up on this high tower looking down on Gotham. Versus he's, he's in the tallest, you know, the highest room of his yeah. castle overlooking the kingdom. Kind exactly. Of yeah. I think that's exactly what they were going for. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. Like anything new they they did in this film, I, it didn't make me mad at all. Really it didn't. It, it was more of like, oh, I never thought of that being, you know, that way. Um, and not to say the manor doesn't exist. They, they It could exist and they just choose not to. Um, yeah. live in it or whatever. But yeah, I thought that was super interesting. And it felt like it was like, an, it felt like it was like, a like he was fighting crime. I don't know, either in the newer part of Gotham or the older part. And then he kind of, Wayne Tower feels like it's on the outskirts. Like it's an abandoned city. I don't know. I don't know if you got that vibe, but as he, you know, went towards it, yeah. it just felt like not a lot of activity around it. Kind of forgotten. I don't know. 
perhaps that's something uh, I should I should see for the third time. Um, <laughs> pick up yeah, on. Um, I'm kind of jealous that you've seen it twice. I, <laughs> I I definitely want to go see it again before it leaves theaters. Sure. Um, I am happy that um, that they decided to make this a theater exclusive and not put it on very smart HBO Max. Yes, like they did with uh, the Matrix. Yes, um, which I don't know. What, uh, whatever. That's a whole other thing. I think they've learned from their mistakes. I, I hope anyway. I, I and Disney too. too. And yeah, it's like just let these movies out, you know, exclusively. And then yeah, the forty-five day window, throw them onto your streaming platforms, I guess. But yeah, this was yeah quite an experience. It definitely yeah, it was yeah. I think it was up there with Spider-Man to me, like the the hype and everything. And it oh, might have even been greater. I would say, cause I'm a Batman fan. Um, yeah, but yeah, they, they showed those clips, man. And I just got me, uh, I kind of wish they didn't show so many clips. Cause yeah, it, you kind of, you kind of knew where it was going. That's the only, my only yeah. complaint outside of the clips. I wouldn't have known, but yeah, uh, they showed, cause they showed the freaking Riddler, uh, when they arrest him, how he turns. And it's like, I knew that was coming, how that was going to be. And certain other things, you know, like the Batmobile chase, saw that yeah. clip, which that was one of the clips that really made me like, okay, I gotta get some tickets. Like I was going to get tickets. I just, I just held off for some reason. And yeah, I just, I, I kept seeing those clips and you know, him ramping up the Batmobile and the, Oh man, I was like, yeah, I gotta go see this. This looks awesome. I yeah, super excited about it, but yeah, I wanted to go back a little bit real quick to the, the crime scene. I noticed that, you know, he's analyzing everything with his, you know, we didn't, I think, know at the time he had that contact in recording everything, but I mm -hmm. thought it was super interesting to see him being recorded on a smartphone by, I think, one of the officers, you know, it's like Batman really is not being as uh, mysterious as we've, you know, known him to be. And this is year two Batman, so who knows, it'll probably, he'll probably get more mysterious, I guess, as it goes, uh, unless it, they do something yeah. totally different, which they could. That part of it was pretty cool to me. Um, you know, cause they, the Nolan films, they make Batman seem like kind of an urban legend, mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, he's, you know, he's always watching, but he's never quite there. And yeah, Batman's more of the main character in this story where he's just out there. He's like, I want to help. Yes. You know, I don't really care who sees me. It's nothing like super uh, mysterious, but uh, yeah, he's very careless. Like he, he's just trying to fight crime basically. And you know, uh, yeah. Andy Serkis's Alfred, you know, has the same conversation that um, Michael Caine's Alfred had with Bale, how you need to preserve your name, your family name. And you know, both, both Wayne's yeah. are like, I don't care about my family. And it's like, well, <laughs> you, you need to, yeah, you should. Yeah. 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 Um, um well, and he, he played Bruce Wayne as like a reclusive rock star kind of thing. He took some cues from Kurt Cobain. Yes. Where he kind of like, he didn't want the fame. He didn't want to be recognized. He didn't want that, you know, like, I'm just another guy. Yep. Kind of thing, you know. And uh, you definitely see that. Like, he's in this huge, ornate tower with, you know, all this gothic architecture around him. And, and right. it very much looks like he's... You know, kind of reminded me of like the uh, the castle from Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like 
Oh yeah, if Tim Burton would have ran with this film, holy shit, it would have been so gothic. Yeah, (laughs) dripping with Um, gothic. But uh, like, it kind of hasn't caught up to the times a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck in stuck twenty years in the past, maybe you could say, because you know, in this movie, it's I think how long the Waynes have been gone twenty years, which is like basically when everything went to shit because because of the um, uh, Thomas Wayne Bill. Essentially, was what it was is they were um, wanting to put money into orphanages, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how we get, kind of backhandedly, how we got uh, introduced into the to the Riddler. Um, yes, because he was part of that, and then he just kind of got forgotten. So he um, he very much decides to be like kind of the rise up kind of figure and. Uh, kind of gain this like cult following but um i really love the way they did him in this movie he's not wearing some you know bright green three-piece suit (laughs) he's they took a lot of uh took a lot of inspiration from the zodiac killer which is oh for sure yeah yeah did that um he was very much like a you know i'm doing this because I feel like this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, nobody's going to stop me kind of thing. Um, very much, uh, which I think is the perfect way to do a villain. You know, villains aren't always the people who are twirling their mustache and stroking a cat. They're right. You know, people who think what they're doing is right, no matter how wrong it may be. So that was really cool to see that take on the Riddler. I absolutely love that. Well, and could you say the and Batman inspired him to to be the Riddler? I I think that very much was the case. Yeah. So it's um, kind of like, hey, you've been doing good fighting crime, but you're creating villains at the same time. <laughs> Which is, you know, that's how Batman of, is. Well, kind of towards the end too, you you get that feeling like he was expecting Batman to just like say, "My god, there's another person just like me." You're right. Let's join forces. Right. Um, You know, Batman has to do the right thing. They kind of joined forces because he he brought Falcone into the light. Yeah. (laughs) That was, man, I was surprised to see John Turturro in this. Dude, he was great. I guess I didn't do a whole lot of research on the cast. I mean, I knew Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, and Colin Farrell. Yes. That was about, you know, what I knew. And Andy Serkis, of course, which, my God. What a phenomenal Alfred he made. He was, yeah, very interesting. Like, you know, uh, I think they they definitely did the uh, MI5 take, you know, how the, I think the new comics treat Alfred. He, you know, he's, he's seen shit. He's, he's kind of like a retired 007 in a way. Uh, Yeah, because the the butler thing gets old, right? And it's like, well, how can this guy feed him and help him build this shit, you know? (laughs) Which they kind of did that in, uh, in Gotham the TV series yes. as well. Yep. Like he, yep. um, and they kind of reference that a little bit in that in mm-hmm. the movie. Like he trained Bruce how to fight. Yes. And, uh, you know, Bruce is very much, it's not like he takes off the suit and all of a sudden he's in a, you know, a tuxedo and is completely clean and everything like that. Like they mm-hmm. very much made him look very practical when he takes the suit off. He's got the, you know, the grease paint on his eyes and yep. You can see it like pouring down his face, like from the sweat. It's really cool how they did that. Um, yeah, other films you know, try to hide that. They try to make it, you know, like 
it is kind of a stupid illusion because it doesn't make sense. Like, I think they always try to make it the mask has that coverage in there, but clearly it's like, well, that's like material that couldn't be exactly on his eyes, his eyelids like that and stuff. So it's like they always shied away from that, you know. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't like, recall how you explain that being yeah. black when he blinks. Right. Well, you know, one yeah. of the worst takes. I mean, we're going back here. Batman Returns when he takes his. It always bothered me as a kid. Uh, some guy actually online fixed this scene, but when he reveals himself to to Catwoman, Selina Kyle at the end, there's a oh how he has like no makeup on. Yes, it. it's so yeah. jarring, and it's like okay. That was dumb. Well, it, looks, <laughs> it looks like, and, and when Keaton does that in Batman Returns, it looks like he just came out of the shower. Oh like yeah, his hair is perfect. Yeah, he's got. Yep. Like Robert Pattinson when he takes off the cowl. Oh, he's in, sweaty yeah. in the Batman. He's sweaty. Mm. You can tell he's been like out all night fighting crime. Yeah. Like, you know, it's obvious he's just wearing a, a leather mask or whatever. Right. Um, but wow, they they did a lot of things in here that made it look like he was literally just a guy in a suit. Yeah, they you took know, a I lot mean, of chances. Yeah, that, and and I think that paid off a lot. It's a big risk to take. But Matt Reeves out. orchestrated this very well because yeah, it could easily like you know the her the whole Kirk Cobain. You think of the grunge, and I guess Pattinson even had ideas to go further into him being that type of person, which I'm glad they didn't, you know, I, I think it was just the right amount of grunge well, or goth for him to be. He still, he still looked like he could fit into society when he went to the funeral, you know, the whole premise of this is that the, the Riddler, I want to talk about the funeral part. Cause that, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was like, especially cause that's like our first, our first showing of Bruce Wayne in public. And you right. get the feeling like nobody's seen him in years kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he, Oh, he came down from his ivory tower to be amongst the commoners. Yes. You know? Um, so the whole premise with like the Riddler is he's going around and killing all these people that have, you know, influence in Gotham that are corrupt basically. And he's yep. trying to like shine a light on them and be like, this is the real problem with Gotham. You guys need to wake up. Right. So um, he's going to a funeral for the, I believe it's for the commissioner. It's for the mayor that gets killed in the beginning the, of the film. For the mayor. Yep. yep that's correct. Uh, for the mayor, which I thought that opening scene, I, for a split second, thought they were, that was going to be Bruce Wayne. Oh, you and did? That wow, heavy, that would have been something. And I heard, like, when I heard the heavy breathing and stuff like that, I was like, oh, it's got to be the Riddler. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's going to be connected to Bruce Wayne and, and all that. I definitely was afraid of the brother thing. They've already touched on that with the Joker. I'm like, they should not go back to this well. Stupid. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're kind of cut from the same cloth in so many so many ways, but not so many ways, I guess. But yeah, uh, Riddler's first reveal um, in the film is scary as hell. I think you know when the mayor gets oh, a call, and he's been there the whole time. Like, uh, yeah, maybe that's that's why I spotted the second time. I could see the outline of the Riddler a little bit more behind the guy before he left, and then there was yeah. a reveal. But man, that was and he's. Oh, the lighting on that was perfect because you could just see like the reflection of the glasses. Yeah. Yep. And like nothing else. That and his was eyes moving. The lenses. Yeah. 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 That was so cool. And they actually, I someone, like someone pinpointed that those glasses are almost identical to the glasses Jim Carrey's Riddler wore when he was just a scientist or whatever in Wayne Tower. Was, yeah. The clear, was just, clear glasses. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that was like a, 
intentional nod or not or just accidental probably but still well um, very noticeable i like how he i like how he incorporated that into his his uniform or his costume right. or whatever you want to call yeah. it too like, yep. obviously he can't see without the glasses so he's gonna wear them over his suit yeah or over his mask or whatever so that was kind of cool i heard he did that um, duct tape scene like 200 takes just to get it right how he how he just whips the duct tape up and looks at it you know like a film strip like yeah. I heard he did it like two hundred times. <laughs> and my God, Paul Dano, like oh dude, he can he play has, creep. Yep. He has the look of like being a kind of a creepy dude. Anyway. Yeah, he does. Like the kind of guy that likes you know has lamps in his <laughs> house that are made out of human skin or something. Right. Yep. Um, but wow, he was just spot on. It was so good. But yeah, I loved all the little like nuances he did like the tearing of the duct tape and you know just everything where he was uh, yeah it was all designed very well yep very carefully crafted yes uh, i love that part of him um and then you know of course when we see bruce wayne at the funeral he's he very much has that like kind of almost a germaphobe kind of thing to him like he's yeah you know, he's he's dressed up, his like hair is kind of in his face, he's like, Don't touch me. It's kinda of like the Yeah, you know, the the like quiet goth kid. He's like, Oh, no, leave me alone. <laughs> um But you saw I mean you 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 still see like he doesn't come right out and say it, which I think just speaks to Robert Pattinson's acting ability. Yeah. But just like the way he looked at the kid of the mayor. Yeah, and as Batman, yeah. So you got that and you know, yeah. and he's like Oh man, another orphan, like just like me, kind of thing. You know? Right, it's like he's looking in the mirror. Yeah, it's like that's me. Um, so that was very well done. I thought he was only there to see if the Riddler was going to do something. That's the only reason why he showed up. He wasn't there to like just make appearances. Yes. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have been there. He's like, well, and this guy's going to make another move, and I, I got to go in person. And the way they did that too, when he's up and when they show the Riddler up in the balcony, yeah. and you don't, you can't see anything but the glasses. Yes. Really, like, his whole face is just silhouetted. It was shot very and well. that yeah. was so well done. Like, the way they the way they shot everything in this, the lighting, all that was just superb. The biggest surprise for me was Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not the biggest surprise. We'll, we'll get to that here. But, um, it's because he's fat, right? He's the biggest surprise. No, it's, <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, no, it's... <laughs> no, it's I'm kidding. It's like, you can tell it's Colin Farrell just with his facial mannerisms but to see him done up like the penguin yeah i love how they did the penguin in this because it reminds me so much of the arkham games where he's not like you know he's not half man half bird or whatever yeah i never liked that that for danny devito yeah he's you know he's just very much like he's all scarred up and you know kind of rough looking and you know he's got that very much that gangster kind of swagger to him. Right. Um, yep. Which I, I absolutely love that. I thought he was going to have kind of a bigger role in this, but I'm glad that he was kind of a little bit of a background character. Sure. Um, cause I mean, you've got so many good actors in this movie. You don't want to overshadow anybody. Oh no. And yeah. It was think, done just I didn't right. I think Colin Farrell was going to do that at all, but you know, right. Um, I thought penguin was done very well that way oh he um, just yeah he just kind of disappeared underneath that makeup like yeah i remember when the first trailers came i was like 
who's this actor? I've never seen him before. <laughs> and I was like, that's him? Like, it's oh, like, my God. It's Colin Farrell. Holy shit. Because I thought, um, I was like, oh, they're going to go for, like, kind of a, a penguin who's in shape, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they didn't um, take much inspiration from the other film, peng- the other, like, you know, live action penguins. Yeah. Which I, I guess we've only really had two, but. Backing up to Batman Returns, that was the first film I saw in public that I was disappointed in when I was leaving, and I was twelve. I just, oh, wow. I didn't like, I didn't like how Catwoman got brought back to life, and I didn't like the Penguin, like any of that. I thought it was just, it was very grotesque, obviously. But you know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm happy when they ground it more in reality. Now, I'll say, I've had more appreciation for Batman Returns, and it's iconic with its looks and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, at that time, that was not that was something totally different from the first Batman, and I, I know that now because Burton wasn't going to do it unless he could do it his own way. So basically, the first one was studio insight. Second one was like, all right, you get free reign, and that's what happened. So the second one was very much a Burton, yes, Burton film. Yes, um, but I never dug the Penguin being like. You know, with the this, this which, figurement and all that, I just he does a lot, which, which like skirts the line between like reality and paranormal mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, like in horror, like body horror and stuff like that. Like yeah. he does that in all of his movies, right? When the Riddler is like speaking and stuff like that, the focus is a hundred percent on the Riddler. Yes, which which I loved about it because he's like this mysterious guy in the shadows that everyone's trying to catch, and they spend the majority of the movie just trying to figure out his next move. Yeah, and all the elites are scared to death, you know, like when they're at the yep. uh, the the club, you know. I mean, yeah. getting, getting to the funeral, how um, that one uh, district attorney, you know, gets the bomb around his neck, like he's there dropping um, eye drops, whatever whatever that drug was called. But that was super yeah. cool. How Batman was like letting having Catwoman go in there as bait, kind of, and to get info how that yeah. was all going down. Like it was like a total like opera, you know, cop undercover operation type of deal. I don't know why I thought it was funny. Uh, maybe I do, but you know, the, how the district attorney, he's after he blasts through the, the, the funeral, um, all the people and stuff. And he's just mm-hmm. sitting there. And then the, the bomb squad robot just approaches. And it's just, I don't know why <laughs> I thought that was funny, but I was like, cause it's like, if we're getting the hell away from you, here's this robot, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. And then, you know, the, the footsteps, you know, that's the other thing about this new Batman is he's he's pretty much on front street. He's not quietly coming. He does sometimes, but he's just stomping into the room. And mm-hmm. it's it's a presence. I mean, it's going back to that first scene with those thugs, which what we can get oh, into. Man. But That was another thing that, like, really – but the exclamation mark on this movie was the mu- the orchestra. Yes. Like that, that really heavy string orchestra that was going like every time he would like come into the picture and it would like meet with his footsteps and everything like that. It was so good. First, uh, first soundtrack in a while. I think I'm going to actually end up going out and buying. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I um, felt that way too. It, it, I don't know if you picked up on this. I definitely did second time for sure, but even the first time when Batman and Catwoman are together, there's this theme, their theme, I guess you could say, it is very Batman Returns. If you go back to mm-hmm. watch that, I don't know exactly the instrument, but it's like, 
I, it really feels like some some of the music in this feels like it's reused from other Batman's, but it's 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 different. But I, I, I don't know if that's an homage thing or I'm just reading too much into it. But yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a little more like, uh, yeah, I think I want to say it's a little more of an homage to it. I didn't. I mean, we we even talked about that on a previous podcast when you know the first like five seconds of the score that we played on the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, we were even talking about that. It had, had kind of a little bit of a Danny Elfman feel to it, but it wasn't like silly. Right. You know? Um, and this is, this is very like dark. It's very slow. It's very deliberate. And that's, that's what I love about it is that it's just like, it, it kind of sucks you into it. And I, I saw that I didn't see it in IMAX, but I saw it in a, a the a Dolby Atmos surround sound. Nice. So like you really, you really get a feel for like the, the score and how well that matches up with what you're seeing on the screen. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful score. Like the whole soundtrack's really, really great. I really do want to get that. So. Yeah, very sure. much so. Um, we talk about Catwoman for a little bit. Of course, that surprised the hell out of me. Oh, the, that was the, the big biggest, twist. Like, no, well, no, just Zoe Kravitz. Like oh how yeah, well she did yeah, Catwoman. Right. And Catwoman herself even is practical in this in this film. Yeah, just just like a, a ski mask. Yeah. It's like basically a ski mask, you know, uh a whip, a leather onesie, and she uses like her actual nails. Yeah. You know. Right. Which right. is really cool. Um I kinda like how they did that. It's but, good glue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh no, it was phenomenal casting. I I think Zoe Kravitz did a wonderful job. Yeah, she did. Uh, she stole it. I mean, she was, uh, I think we've had, I don't know. What would you rank your cat woman? I, I guess movie wise, like I, she's up there I for me. Put her, I would put her at the top. Yeah. I'm con- very confident in putting her at number one. Of course. I mean, we really live action wise, we really haven't gotten a lot of cat women. Um, you know, we had Eartha kit in like the sixties the and she right. did really well. Yeah, I she thought did. too. Um, she's definitely better. I liked her a lot better than um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, Michelle Pfeiffer is very. She was very much just like a cat thrown in there for sex appeal, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And iconic look think, though. That costume is still iconic. Oh, yeah, definitely the like stitched up leather. Yes, yeah. so cool. Looking. And it just as um, as she progresses in the film, it gets more and more damaged more stitches yeah. put in. Yeah. Um, but Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, I think is probably the closest we've gotten to a comic book Catwoman. Yeah. With her relationship with Bruce, where it's like, she wants to be together with him, but they know they can never. Yes. Really, you know, have that, you know, until maybe later on. And at the end of it, she references, Bl- uh, Bloodhaven, which I thought was cool. Oh, um, well, yeah. What is that? Um, I think that's, I missed uh, that's basically the town where Nightwing operates. Oh, shit. Person. Yeah. Well, we'll eventually, I, I guess. I don't this. think. Yeah. We'll eventually. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is, this is year two Batman, not year right. 10, you know, but I love when they do little, little Easter egg things like that. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, films. so many Easter eggs to put, put in this, uh, this film with, you know, all the comics and. Even films we've seen, uh, you know, for instance, you got the 
I think it's the Shakespeare statue in the study. Alfred's sitting yeah. by. You know, it's a nod to yep. '66 Batman. Uh, I, I believe they always they always try to like throw that in there and like it as office or yeah. study or something like yep. that. Which I think it's cool to compare the Batman and the Dark Knight together. I think. Um, I think it's right to rank the Dark Knight over the Batman because you needed the Dark Knight to get to the Batman, in my opinion. I think you really yeah. needed all these Batmans to get to, you know, I think that's the idea is like as as they learn from mistakes, learn what works, learn what doesn't work, they're able to redefine it. And it, it finally makes it into a product where it's like, yes, this is you've nailed it here. You know, I think uh, all we had in uh the film verse with Catwoman up until Anne Hathaway was, yeah, she was pretty much like a damn cat. Even Halle Berry went way into that. And that's like yeah. forgettable, obviously, but Anne oh, Hathaway's yeah, I mean, I was, was you know, I, I liked your Catwoman. I don't think we got too much of her, but I, uh, I think you needed yeah, her like- to get to um, Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. You know, you kind of needed that, that start, I guess, to, to leap from, and she had, they kind of had similar costumes in a way, yeah. except the mask part. And the, I did dig the heels from Rises. She had uh, the damn, they were like knives for the heels or something. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. But I liked how they dialed it back for Zoe. I, I did expect her to eventually get like a better mask, but that, that didn't happen. But, you know, it will happen, I'm sure. And the goggles, I'd love to see the goggles come into play down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good fan art out there but it was it was nice to see her break into to places and you know she was able to be sneaky a cat burglar but also a badass with fighting like their fight scene was great how she's just mm-hmm. going crazy you know just kicking them and stuff and yeah like the fight that's one thing in this film that's i think the best we've seen maybe maybe snyder started it probably but the fight scene the just felt so real, insane. right? Yeah, because oh, yes. Nolan's were so up close, you didn't really get to see all the details. This you one's didn't. like just, you yeah, know, brutal. Batman, uh, Batman v Superman, like when he breaks into the, you yes. know, the warehouse and it's yes. fighting all the thugs and stuff like that. That was awesome. That was like to me, like how Batman should move. Yes, you know, because he's very like deliberate and brutal with his attacks. Right. And what's cool about this is that like. They, uh, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz, like he, leading up to the film and even during filming and everything like that, they constantly worked on that choreography. Yes. So, and that that definitely shines through. Like my my absolute favorite, like fuck yeah, moment of the movie is when he's in Falcone's office and the hallway is just absolutely dark and they're shooting at him and he's, you know, like blocking them and fighting mm-hmm. them and everything like that. And you get like little flashes of the fights and stuff like that. Like that was phenomenally done. And even the opening fight scene with the, in the train station. Oh geez. That was intense. Thugs and stuff. That was cool. Um, I liked how he was like, I liked his whole, um, would you say voiceover? Would you say monologue? You know how he, it's like, it's a diary for Batman. He's like, cause he even yeah, dates it. He even dates it. It's like October 31st. I do yeah. like that. Yeah, I um, do too. It, it kind of gave me uh, Rorschach vibes. Mm, yes, yeah, I see that. Sure, yep. So that that part was cool because it was, you know, they're not just dumping us into it and like trying to figure out, okay, where where does this fit in Batman's story? 
So that that part was pretty cool to me. It didn't really take me out of it too much. No. Um, not like uh, Toby's narration in Spider Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was just like, oh God, shut up. And Who punch am I? Somebody. I'm Spider Man. Like, we, we fucking know, dude. Stop monologuing. I just love how um, Bruce calls it the Gotham Project because he was filling out. That's another thing when he comes comes back to the cave or manor or whatever. He's mm-hmm. uh, takes a mask off and he's he's like writing. He's actually just writing, not typing. He's writing his journal, and it's yeah. And he he closes it. It's like Batman Project number two or something like that, or year two or whatever. <clears throat> I thought that was really yeah. cool because it, yeah, it is. It pretty much is the Gotham Project. Um, uh, I liked how in the beginning when he's talking about he's got to choose his um, choose wisely uh, on who to because yes yeah. Take he's down. very tactical about picking his targets. And yes, where where he strikes because it's he's, he even says like I can't be everywhere at once. Like Gotham needs a lot of help, right? Which the signal I helps. The signal yeah. helps that because it's like it's a warning, and you see the other thugs. Like you don't know who's. Well, that's the other thing from the from the trailers and stuff. You knew who he was going to go after, but. You still had like those other two people, you know, the robber and the the kids are spray painting, whatever. Uh, you know, the it was just cool how it played into they saw the signal and they just started getting paranoid and you know, the spray can rolls into that dark doorway and the kids just like looking at it and then they flee mm-hmm. and then the robber gets hit by a car because he sees the dark alley and he backs off of it. <laughs> So it's like all that, you know, uh, building up yeah. there. And uh, yeah, that so was I guess, Yeah, I badass. guess in, in that respect, they did kind of do the urban legend thing. Yeah, um, like, yeah, it's kind of a mixture of things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought that was very well done. It's like, which one's he going to go after? Oh, okay, he's going after this Well, and group. Also, you know, we've talked about how they changed kind of the... Um, and it could be in the comics. Forgive me, I, I'm not caught up on my, my comic lore of Batman... But they have changed things. Like, for instance, I didn't know this, or I don't know if this is new to the film. I'm guessing probably not, just so just because how many comics have existed. But uh, Martha's maiden name was Arkham. I thought that was really cool. How how Riddler yeah. set up that video about the Waynes and the Arkhams kind of created the city in a way, and then that yeah. Martha had mental problems because her was it her mom killed her father or something like that. I'm trying to remember. Um, but yeah, I think so. So they didn't have like a lavish lifestyle. Basically Thomas Wayne kind of went, that was a part I was like really hesitant about. Like he, he ordered that reporter to be killed, but I guess Alfred said that he didn't mean it. Yeah. Yeah. He had no idea what Falcone was going to do. Right. Right. Then again, you know, Falcone was kind of the type of guy that like, Oh, I did this for you. Now you owe me big time. Right, and they kind of they kind of reference that a little bit, like at the funeral, because he, I guess one night he got shot or something like that, yep. so he showed up on on Bruce Wayne or on Thomas Wayne's doorstep. Yep, and they operated in the dining table. The, yeah, yeah, and he kind of references that when he sees Bruce for the first time, and yeah, um, that's a good scene. I mean, you can you can tell he's got this like very casual manipulation of people. Like he even tells. Bruce, when he comes to meet yes. them, that Sal Maroney was the one that allegedly killed his his parents, and you don't really you don't really ever get you have to kind of fill in the blanks yourself a little bit. Um, 
because even Alfred says like, I don't know that it was Falcone, but I'm glad they left it a mystery. It makes sense that it would yeah. have been. Yeah. That's, that's the thing with like that. I, I don't really care for on previous Batman films is they don't need to put, it's like putting a name on the, the mugger that killed uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. He's always just been the mugger, you know? Yeah. Like you don't need to name him Joe chill or Jack Napier or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They so, left I mean, it open. That, that, yeah. Yeah, that part was kind of cool. I did like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, what did you feel about uh, the whole Arkham Wayne history? Did you think that was interesting? Uh, I, that that was interesting. Um, I did like that. It kind of, um, kind of reminded me of the Batman Telltale series. Okay, sure. The, the video games. Um, yeah. Because there was, I saw a lot of parallels between like the first, first one of those and this movie. But like swap the Riddler for for uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Yes, like they were, you know, childhood friends, and you know, whatever went to college together, and then he ends up having to stop him from doing something stupid or whatever. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I kind of saw like the parallels of that, and that was like very early in Batman's career as well. Um, so I did see some of those kind of parallels with it. Um. But I thought story-wise, everything like that, it was, it made sense, not just like, oh, it's escalation. You know, you're wearing a bat suit, so I'm going to put on clown makeup. Yes. Just you know? like how Gordon said and begins. Yep. Yeah. So um, that was, that was very well done. Like the whole backstory with, uh, with the Riddler and, um, and yeah. his relationship to the Waynes and everything like that. That was, it was heartbreaking. Very cool. Yeah, he's, um, he's like a boy in the choir when Thomas Wayne announced the uh, the restart act. I think that's what it was called. Probably in post, I'll put in what it was actually called. But, you know, yeah. it was like his big push. And then he died two weeks later or so. Like, you, you do feel for the Riddler because, yeah, he was an orphan. And just when he's in the confession with Batman talking about how it was too cold and the babies died, like all kinds of like crazy sad shit happened to him and it just fucked yeah. him up, you know? And also one of the, the motivations between all these people that got end up getting killed and everything like that. Like, uh, Thomas Wayne had this huge fund set up Yep, with like billions of dollars in it. And once he died, like everyone kind of wanted their piece of the pie. So right. Uh, Coney took a piece and you know, the mayor and, because I think Thomas Wayne in this was running for mayor at the time. Too. Yes. I was really low key on the Waynes. Like I liked how they, they handled it. You know, they didn't, yeah, they didn't show him get shot or anything. Like, you know, that story. It's kind of surprised they didn't cast like, well, I guess I'm not, not like well-known actors, but I, I don't know. Maybe they'll pull an Iron Man. They'll recast if they, if explore, um, you know, the Waynes again, like in a flashback or something. Just wasn't they weren't like big actors who played them. I'm saying, I guess they haven't always been. Yeah, let's also talk about at the end where all of a sudden, you know, Catwoman's getting choked out by Riddler's uh, wannabes or what do you call them, henchmen, which all look like him. It's pretty creepy. That that's what made me think that like Bruce Wayne could or could just like go to any military surplus store and put together the bat suit. Because instead of like the bat wings, you know, becoming rigid and being a glider, he has like an actual 
like cliff diving wingsuit. And yes. Stuff like that. And that was terrifying yeah. for him and us when he was doing that. Yeah. Holy like, shit. Oh, 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 you're going to hit the bridge. Um, yes. But like even in, in the side chat, when uh, Riddler was doing his live stream, they're like, you can get this exact mask at Gotham military surplus or whatever. Yep. It's like that to me was like, okay, so they're not just, He's not just some weird kid who's like sitting there stitching this costume together. He went and bought it. Right. And made it. It's just yeah. like a normal person, you know? Right. So yeah. that part was, was pretty cool. I didn't mean to interrupt you. On oh, that. no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, no, I, um, I dug how he was kind of like the Joker with the video, you know, you know, and he's very serious and everything with his um, accusations and stuff. And then, and then, yeah, to his followers, he's like kind of a super nice guy. He's like, I just want to thank, thank everyone for the follows and the, and the, recommendations yeah. and you can see the you see all the notes um about like bring it bring a gun um east side michelle's things like that like rifles is where it at where it's at okay but what caliber yeah right like yeah this people are just like kind of having this incriminating conversation in the live chat so. yes yeah right right that's, that's why i don't stream no i'm just kidding yeah, um, <laughs> yeah riddler what, he blows up a van at each each point in Gotham or where where yeah. there's like a well or not a well a dam type of uh thing and causes yeah. a big flooding for their Gotham Square Garden. I think they actually called it Gotham Square Garden. That was funny. But yeah, when Selena is getting killed pretty much by this Riddler wannabe henchman guy, uh, Batman all of a sudden pulls out this green liquid. Injects himself and goes batshit crazy. Uh, beats the guy yeah. to a pulp almost. Uh, did you think Venom right away or just Adrenaline? I I didn't think Venom. I think you didn't? it's too. It would make sense because in the in the comics, like Bruce Wayne gets addicted to Venom because of all the injuries and like how hard he's yeah. working and stuff like that. And that's b- way before Bane's even introduced. Right. Um, so it would make sense. Um, I thought a little more adrenaline mm-hmm. um, in that regard, but I don't. I, I don't dig it though all. if it's venom because it's like that's that's very interesting. Like if Bane becomes, uh, you know, a big you know big presence and does damage, he has to like go up against his manufacturer, and he basically I, has to like say, "I quit. I got to quit this stuff. It's not good for you." Um, I more thought that it was cool that he had a dedicated like little port. Yeah, on his yep. on his suit to like pop open just for that syringe. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's exactly where I need to inject it at, which is smart because like, how are you going to feel your exact you know yeah area? That's true. That yeah, shit. But yeah, I mean, you could. I think you could take it either or. You know, it's either a nod or it's a you know, it's like a clue to what's coming. Like that'll be something they'll go into, you know, yeah. the next the next just, film or whatnot. I just don't think they need to. I think they need to stay away from Bane. Yeah. That's just my thoughts. I mean, I, I think they Tom still Martin's can. Bane. I think it can still be it's Venom and stay away from Bane, you know, because it's like, well, there's so much going on in the background. Like, perhaps they'll do a Bane series if they decide to bring Bane into it. Like, or they'll just yeah. let it be like he has this liquid. We're not really talking about it, but maybe it'll come up in one of the plots for, uh, I think yeah. Reeves wants to do like two more films possibly. And then he's got to yeah, do some TV projects. Yeah, he's doing the Arkham series and then the Penguin series. The other question is, other Batman villains, are they going to go into the supernatural 
you know, or are they going to stay grounded? Like, what, I, do you, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I think there's one in particular they're going to have to do, uh, which we'll get into that. In a minute. Yes. It's kind of a, kind of a big reveal at the end. I, I could see them doing, um, I've seen, uh, oh God, what's his name? Mark Strong. Yes. Uh, done up as Mr. Freeze. Oh, Jesus. Give us that. So that looked really cool. I think it's like purely concept. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the what the background is behind back, that. Back in the day, um, they talked about Patrick Stewart, which would have been great, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, um, that would be I cool. think Mr. Freeze could be done practically. I think Firefly could be done pretty well. Except Firefly is Batgirl's villain, right? Or not? Yeah, that's like that's he's already cool. being debuted. Well, he's with already going to be a girl. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if uh, the only the one I would love to see done right, but you know, then again, we get into all that uh, supernatural kind of stuff. Is Poison Ivy? Yes, people have been wanting um, that for a while. Poison Ivy would be cool. Yeah, it's like are they going to take that leap? Uh, you know, will they go practical or realistic, or will they go a little supernatural? Because you know, Nolan did not do supernatural really. <laughs> At all, I would love to see like Hush, mm-hmm. um, some of those other ones. Which that reporter that was are, a hint to Hush, that reporter who yeah. was going to unveil Thomas Wayne, who I thought was going to yeah. be Riddler's dad. That's what I thought at first. I'm like, that's why he's yeah, mad because he, dad got killed. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh, he couldn't um, do Clayface or Man Bat. I would love to see Clayface done. I like to see. Yeah, I'd love to see all that. That'd be I, kind of fun. To I do. think he could. Um, I think he could go supernatural. I don't know. I, I kind of. I like the realistic approach, but still, it's cool. To, I, too, I think we've gotten like, so much realistic though with Nolan, and when we had BVS and um, Justice League, that was kind of like a breath of fresh air. Like, okay, we're going into this stuff, you know, like Affleck's Bat first. Would, yes, yeah. yes. I want Mister Freeze. Like, I, I heard the pitch was. He freezes his victims. I'm like, okay, another serial killer. Like, I guess, but that's going to get kind of tiring, you know? Like, I don't know. Um, I want to see a Heart of Ice done. So, I... I I think one they could do that would fit in well after the Riddler would be Professor Pig. He's very much like kind of a... In that same line of like, if you're going with the serial killer thing, Mm -hmm. you know, he's very much kind of like a, you know, Ed Gein or something like that. Like, you know, it would be a little more of a practical villain to do. Yeah. If you um, want to, yeah. His detective skills to use those. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of a cool one. I really want to see villains that we've never seen before. I do too. Yeah. Mr. I, Freeze is the exception though. Like the, yeah. Mr. Freeze would be cool to be done. Well, I don't, Count Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. <laughs> um, one uh, one villain that they did tease at the end of it. Yes. Um, Riddler Edward Nashton, whatever you want to call him. Mm. Um, he is uh, at the end. He when he's seeing his plan kind of fall apart, and you know Batman saved the day and everything like that. Um, kind of gets consoled by his person in the cell next to him says like, you know, that's how it is. Sometimes some days you're up and the other days you're a clown. Mm -hmm. Well, if that didn't give you the biggest hint ever, (laughs) um, seeing that big rictus grin through the little porthole for like half a second, will probably, uh, 
totally spoilers for you. Yeah. Um, so he is officially listed as unseen Arkham prisoner, but uh, the Joker makes a cameo appearance at the end. Uh, Barry Keegan, who is in Dunkirk, uh, he played um, Druig in the Eternals. Uh, he's done a few other things. Um, looking at him without any makeup on, anything like that, I don't really see the Joker, but they did um, prosthetics for yes. his smile. Very grotesque, like kind of reminded me of Nicholson, his Joker. Very, very much uh, grotesque, but like almost looked like his uh, cheeks were actually like the smile was actually like cut through his cheeks. Yeah. Like, did you get that at all? Like, it looked like his his jaw opened up a little. Yeah, it looked like wider it, than it should have. It kind of it looks like Nicholson's Joker before he gets fixed. You know, like before you yeah. see him. I don't know. That's what I what it reminded me of. And he looked like he almost had like kind of a mohawk type of hairstyle. Um, yeah. Uh, very, Which, but very clownish looking. Like, I'm hoping they they back off a little bit on that. I mean, of course, we didn't see mm-hmm. the full face, but. Like I was telling you before we recorded, well, maybe it's like fresh wounds, you know, from maybe, could be. you know, from everything that was going on in the city. Maybe that's what happened. Um, yeah. But who knows? I mean, who knows? They can change um, it or go for it. I don't know. I'm sure Matt Reeves well, and, is doing. And I think it would be kind of cool to see them do a live action um, killing joke. Yes. Almost. But you also have to realize, like, you know. Batman year one, the comic, which this takes a lot of influence from at the end of year one, it's kind of like the end of the first Nolan Batman film Mm -hmm. where, you know, commissioner Gordon hands him a card and he says, I'll look into it. And it has the Joker on it. Yeah. So maybe somewhere in between start of Batman's career and the beginning of this movie, he actually ran into the Joker you know, yeah, or or that was when the Joker was kind of hoodwinked into putting on the Red Hood costume and getting thrown into the acid. Yeah, I could see yeah. that being like a cool flashback, like how they yeah. open open up another movie, like this guy's just kind of scared, and they're like, "Put this on," or I you know, s- I don't know. Um, or I could see them doing that, but at the same time, the the I guess the point I want to make with this is that the same thing, like. Uh, John Favreau said with the Iron Man movies is like, you can't have Emperor Palpatine in the first movie. Yeah. Or it doesn't work. No. You know? So I would say if we're going to get Joker, it's probably going to be a number three. I hope so actually. Yeah. Cause um, get a lot of Jokers lately. To, <laughs> I don't think you need to throw the Joker in there right away. No, I take your time. Yeah. And maybe, maybe um, they'll hint to it in the penguin series or the Arkham series even. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There is a Arkham series coming out too. There's it was going to be Gotham PD, and they changed it to Arkham. Uh, okay, more Arkham centric, I guess. I gotcha. But yeah, so there's two official like kind of spinoff series that are happening on HBO Max. Yeah, that are correct. tied into this. Okay. Yes, yes. I don't know if the pre- the I don't know if the Penguin series is a prequel series or a sequel series, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could one episode could easily hint at a Red Hood. Maybe who knows. Um, I, they could do it in so many ways that, you know, that way you don't have to take a lot of time in a movie to um, dish out, you know. So I just hope however they do it, they don't do it like Gotham did, 
where they oh. were in such a rush to introduce every single villain. Yeah, well, in like I, years before Batman came came around, and you I know? I think they uh, in Gotham they I think they started out to just be centered on like the cops and everything, and then I think the, with ratings they're like, well, we got to add more people in here. Um, yeah, but it was it some of it was interesting. I'll, I'll say that, but yeah, they just then they well, just went fully show. into it, and it's like, okay, it Batman's not even here show. yet. <laughs> yeah it was a very good show don't get me wrong but it was yeah I, I you have to kind of suspend your disbelief with it a little bit because what is you know by the time bruce is old enough to become yeah it's Batman, like it's already done <laughs> they're all gonna be in their 60s and being yeah. pushed around in a wheelchair yeah i yeah, yeah i think i i think i liked the first season but um i i stopped watching i just um yeah i i didn't I couldn't get into it and just all their, it was nice to see Mr. Freeze and all these villains, but yet Batman's not around. It's like, why the hell is Gordon? Gordon's like the one who's fighting these, these people. So Batman's not going to do shit, really. Anything new, he's going to ask Gordon for help at this point versus yeah. the, the other way around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, um, what lies ahead for, for the Reeves films and, and so on, like how, what they'll, how they'll tackle things. Um, I just hope they keep up the momentum with this one because my yes. God, this is, this is phenomenal. Yes. Um, I definitely want to see more of it. Right. I think we'll get at very least, we'll get a sequel, if not a trilogy out of this. Yeah. I, I I'm sure we will. We might have to wait a couple of years. Um, cause you'll be working on these other projects. Oh, them, uh, they've been working on this since 2019. Wow. Correct. Yeah, I think so because yeah, you had the pandemic and yeah, the pandemic. Yep. and Because I know we, the first time we saw like the, the screen test footage or whatever of Pattinson in the suit, I want to say it was a quite a while ago. Yes. So yeah, it took. Hopefully, not another pandemic will hit us. You know, so that uh, right. Yeah. We can get another one out faster, but um, take your time with it, though. You know, that's that's yes. all I gotta say is like take your time, make sure it's a good story, and my god just keep up what you're doing because it's phenomenal couple little nitpicks i had about it is that one why wouldn't you put bulletproof glass in the batmobile yes um which i guess if you are just making a car in your garage then you're not going to put bulletproof glass on it but the only other thing was like a line that Selena Kyle said about white privilege that was kind of like, oh, don't make it like this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I um, was like, it, it was it going was so just, well. <laughs> it, it was just like a brief little thing. It was that wasn't like her whole motivation was like, right. You know, BLM movement or anything like that. So, right, right, right. That, but yeah, it's like that was the only part of the movie where I thought like they tried to go, it was kind of like, they tried to go a little woke and it was like, eh, you don't need to, but you've got the guy that's working closely with the Batman as a person of color. So Right. Right. Yeah, uh, um, exactly. Yep. I do. I do want to say too, like he had one of the best lines in the movie where they're going into the um, asylum or the orphanage. I think it maybe. Yeah. It was yep. the orphanage. They're going into the orphanage to, uh, you know, find the Riddler's next clue. And Batman says, no guns. He's yeah. Like, That's your thing, man. Yeah. I like that, <laughs> like, too. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not a freaking wearing, cop. I got no armor. Like, screw you. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. But, no, man, just phenomenal cast, phenomenal direction. Yeah, it was done very Keep well. Keep it up. 
that's all I've got to say is just keep it up. That's yes. so freaking good. Yeah, it was very, very well done. And uh, I liked I liked the ending, how him and Selena, kind of, it's kind of like a Western almost. They, they ride to the edge of town and go their separate ways. Go their separate ways. Yep. Yeah. And then as he sees her leave in his rear view, he looks forward and ramps up the bike. And the bike itself, let's talk about that real quick. That looks like animated series to me. It's got the yeah the ears on it, so he modified the bike at, at the end, and uh-huh. yeah, that was uh I thought it was really cool. He's just kind of like racing into the city, like here we go, you know, what's up next? Yeah, I definitely like the, the detective skills being played off of. Never really, you know, done that before. I mean, it, it has been done, but not as much as this. And he was mostly they- Batman in the film, so that was great too. They touched on it a bit in The Dark Knight, but I think it was mostly Alfred using his skills. And Lucius Fox. More, yep. more so than yeah, more so than Bruce than Bruce Wayne, but Yeah, that'll be I, interesting too if Lucius Fox will even be in this universe. Yeah, I I would think they'd have to like flesh out Wayne Enterprises and all that a little bit more. Yeah. There's still uh, a lot probably, of mystery they'll, they'll there. Probably I'll probably get to that in the second one. I'll uh, yeah. probably show Bruce Wayne taking a more active role. Right. But, uh, man, just not enough good that I can say about this movie. No. Yeah, it was, it was very well, very well made. And it's, um, yeah, all I ask is, you know, they've gotten Batman down pretty damn good, right? It's a home run again right. for Warner Brothers. I just hope they don't decide like they did before after Dark Knight came out. They all got to be, you know, oh, we got to do Superman like this now. Uh, I think they should definitely do this formula with, characters that deserve it and they need to figure out yeah. they, they need to f- make us uh, finally a and i liked man of steel but i'm talking about a superman movie that hits on all cylinders batman's like, always worked as a dark character right you know superman's always been that good old boy from kansas yes so i mean you don't need to like put him in a blender right and, and come out with something to fit in line with this like it would be interesting to see like how how like Metropolis contrasts with Gotham in yeah. this franchise, but I don't think we necessarily need that. Like, yeah, you know, there's been a lot of speculation with this. Like, well, where does does Superman exist in this universe? Like, well, right? I, I don't it, think it really needs to. I mean, I think it's it's fine the way it is. Like, it's it's going back we, to the Nolan type of um, universe. It seems anyway. Well, I, um, and not I, only that, but it's it's going back to like some of the better um, Batman stories through the comics. Yeah, that's you know, and that's so, totally fine. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't think you need necessarily need to shut out other possibilities. But um, yeah, if you just tell stories about Gotham, what's happening there? Once you introduce like other heroes, it gets into that like, well, why can't they help Batman with these <laughs> things? You know. Because that would have been the Dark Knight thing, right? Or Dark Knight Rises. Like, well, Superman could have just flown that bomb away, but they never introduced Superman in that in that world. So yeah. I don't know. Some of the Nolan isms you could say are are back and redefined even better than what he did. But you still needed him to get there. But I still I still would prefer a marriage of the two. You know, little fantasy, or not fantasy, but yeah. you know, supernatural type of deal bigger universe well, but also grounded in gotham itself well and i think you could do that too the more involved you see bruce wayne becoming with wayne enterprises mm-hmm. 
you know, like, oh, hey, we have this huge R&D department. Let's use it for some good. Yes. Kind of thing. You know, like. Yeah, let's uh, give the maybe, cops some blimps. <laughs> like yeah, the animated series. Exactly. <laughs> um, maybe you can touch on that a little bit more once, you know, Wayne Enterprises is more established. That would be cool. It would yeah. make more sense. But I don't know. I, I like the way the suit is. I like the the fact that the bat symbol itself, like, pops out and you can use that. It's knife. knife yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because there's all, there's all kinds of speculation about that. Like, is it the gun that shot his parents? Like, I kind of like that theory. But, yeah. I like that theory. You know, it still I mean, could you know, be, I guess. Like it's a, it looks like a Beretta that's been melted down. Yeah, could be. And it's got, like, you know, little flecks of paint off of it. And it's yeah. It's not like he's, he's not, like, perfect, you know, like. You just put on a brand new suit every time he suits up. It's there's you see the damage throughout. Right, kind of cool that way. There's a couple screen grabs. I'm not sure if they're they've been altered, but when he's you know he gets shot a lot in this film close up and his suit like reflects it. But there's someone got these screen grabs where I think the symbol got shot and it all lit up for a split second, like the whole huh. the whole knife lit up. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's actually in the movie or someone just kind of you know tweaked it, but. That's yeah. badass if it was in the film. I, I didn't see it. It'll be interesting how they modify the suit, you know, if, it, if it'll get more sleeker or, I mean, I'm sure it will, but it's it's really a um, a Gotham by gaslight look for him in many ways, especially yeah. with the cape and stuff. Um, and I well, dig I, it. I dig it. I think it's pretty cool yeah, for this I mean, universe. You can, you can tell, like, after he does the wingsuit thing and it comes off and he, like, stands up, he's got... You know, it's almost like uh, like fatigues or something like that, like cargo mm-hmm. pants, yes, almost that he's got on, and then he's got like the grappling hook, like stuff, like strapped to his leg and everything. Like I don't know, I I thought it looked really really well done. Yeah, it worked. For, it worked for an early Batman. I mean, yeah, of course he's going to improve his gear. That's what Bruce Wayne does in the comics, right? You know, he he improves upon his gear. You know, almost. All the Constantly. time. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if the, the Batmobile will be like used again and, uh, and more redefined. Cause it wasn't, he still had it at the end. It didn't get damaged much. So yeah. Makes you wonder. I, if I like the, I like the Batmobile is very, yes, very minimalist kind of thing. It wasn't like uh, the uh, Burton Batmobile where he had to have a cable assist to be able to make a right turn. <laughs> yeah. You right. Know. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't think you, you have to go like, you don't have to give him a full on tank or anything like the tumbler. Right. You know, but I, I can see him like improving on his stuff in the next one. Yeah. Like maybe um, making it a little more closer to the comics and a little less, you know, thrift store. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it can only go up from here, really. I mean, as long as they. I think PG thir- keeping it the like borderline PG thirteen R type of film is the perfect way to do it. Um, I don't think they need to make another Batman film to sell toys. No, I mean they do have I mean, toys out for the, this one, but... except for you know older people like us. <laughs> yeah. um, I did. I did see the the Riddler figure they came out with, and I'm I'm really tempted to get it because it looks phenomenal. Yes. Um, it's it's a shame because no one could have definitely give us given us this type of Riddler in his verse because if you put him and the Joker from his his universe side by side it, it they look like they're from the same to me 
Yeah. And I still yeah. miss some of the goofiness of him, but um, I, I, I accept I accept this he character. Was, he was still a, a goofy character. In the oh, he end, was, yeah, especially like, at the coffee shop. Yeah. He's like, open his mouth. I like, think it was more so, you know, the the comment he made that like, or maybe it was Selena that made it. I don't remember who made it, but that Batman isn't the mask that Bruce Wayne puts on. Yep. Bruce Wayne is the mask that Batman puts on. Right. Kind of thing, you know? So I think that's, that was a little more like what the Riddler was. And you could see that towards the end when he knew like, okay, this is pretty much it for me. It's like, thank you all for subscribing. (laughs) Hit that (laughs) notification bell. (laughs) Buy my Um, merch. Yeah. Merch and bio. Did you, did you think um, he knew Batman was Bruce Wayne at first when he was talking about Bruce Wayne? I, at first, I did. Yeah, I was. I was too. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Yes. But then it was like, the more he talked, you could. Yeah. It, which was really cool for Pattinson because without like taking a heavy sigh, you could tell he like kind of was like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, because his, his he was looking down as he was talking, and, and then, then his eyes he like got wide and he like looked at him. And he's like, "Oh, so you don't know who I am? That's cool." Right. <laughs> or does he? Do you think the Riddler was or backing off he? on purpose? Like uh, you could take it both ways, right? I mean, you kind of could. Well, I think Bruce Wayne was always intended to be his final target. Yes. Which were you thinking they were going to kill Alfred? I, I didn't think at any point that Alfred is in mortal danger. Right. The minute like, the minute yeah, he threw he, it away from him, I was like, he's good. Well. Not only that, but like you see the, which I hate that they do stuff like this in the trailers, but um, I tried to stay away from trailers and stuff as much as possible yeah. with this, but the whole, you lied to me, Alfred, like he says that oh, in the yeah. trailer when they're in the hospital bed. So yeah. It's like, well, obviously <laughs> he hasn't been in the hospital this entire time. He's fine. He's fine. I don't know. There, there was a couple of times where it was kind of, you had to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit, like. When Batman gets blown the fuck up, it's like yeah, he's like right in the guy's okay, face. He must have had some really good Kevlar on underneath that <laughs> uh, suit, but he's got skin toned or where his face exposed at. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, run That's away. Uh, yeah, that was cool. The cops were like, "I want to see who he is," and he like freaks out, like, "Get off me!" <laughs> and then yeah, Gordon's like Gordon. Good. Gordon's like. Um, I need some. I need minutes alone with him to. I'll get him to talk or I'll get him to cooperate. Whatever. And he's just. Yeah, he's like. I get you out of here. I'm gonna take this key. <laughs> take my key and hit me. Yeah. Right. And then he, I like later he goes. Uh, Thought you're gonna pull your punches. He's like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. How they met elsewhere with the signal. That was that was pretty neat. How they did that. Yeah, like, I liked all the choices. You know, it was very different. Um, but yeah. Um, the other films are still still as good. It's like this one's just you know it's perfected it you know again just like Nolan did. He's perfected. Yeah, Reeves has perfected think, the, the Batman. I think really like the Batman is a lot like James Bond. You know, you do two or three movies, you take some time off from it, let somebody new come in and put their spin on it. Right. As long as it's not Joel Schumacher. Love God, way. Um, but yeah, I, I really am excited to see where this goes. And I think Matt Reeves is, yeah, got his finger on the pulse and it's just, 
he knows exactly what's going on. Right. Absolutely. So, I'm super excited to see what else he does with the character. Oh, same, same. Um, I will say before we go, um, and of course, if you have any final thoughts too, um, I think I watched, I think Pattinson was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and was talking about the audition process. And if you look back at the Nolan trailer or Nolan DVDs or behind the scenes, uh, Bale and, um, oh, what's his face? Cillian Murphy. Uh, they uh, when they auditioned they they wore the old suits like they wore Kilmer's suit I think his first suit or it might yeah. have been the second suit but uh, with Pattinson when he auditioned so like basically they have these suits because it's Warner Brothers they have all the old suits and they're they're deteriorating still because you know some of them I mean they're super old right so anyway yeah. Pattinson had to get fitted like in what they already had just to audition to get the look, you know? So he ended up using Kilmer's Kilmer's was the best fit for him. The suit from forever and Clooney's cowl. So they, they Frankensteined it basically. (laughs) I love to see that test footage. I'm sure they'll they'll put it out on the DVD maybe eventually, but yeah, there's also word that they shot more of the Joker. Like Batman saw him in Arkham kind of like a, um, Silence of the Lambs, how he, you know, they go to the, oh. they go to the person in jail to figure out how they can yeah. catch the current psycho out there. Uh, I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but I did hear that it was more footage shot of the Joker. So we'll see if that's uh, I, a thing. I think that would kill the mystique of the character. Yeah. I'm glad honestly. they didn't do that. If they did that, I'm glad they didn't show it. Um, honestly, I would have been fine not even seeing the Joker at all. Just a shadow like we first saw. I thought that would have been good enough. I could have done with just hearing the laugh and being like, oh my God, that's the Joker. Yeah. You know, but. um, It's kind of a cartoony laugh. I mean, if I'm nitpicking, you know, it wasn't really something I was like, eh. But I guess he's fucking crazy, so it makes sense. (laughs) That's okay, though, because I still think that Mark Hamill had the best Joker laugh. Yeah. We'll just dub his Uh, laugh in there. (laughs) Yeah. My final thought on this. the same thing has been said about every single person that has ever played Batman. Everyone said like, Oh no, they're not going to be good in it. I was skeptical about Robert Pattinson as well. Um, but I think every single person that's played Batman has exceeded expectations. Yeah. Maybe with the exception of Clooney, but that wasn't really his fault. No script. Um, Robert Pattinson is phenomenal. He's perfect in this role. Yeah. He did a good job. Uh, he did a very good job. Um, the movie is more about his portrayal of Batman than it is his portrayal of Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne's hardly in the film. Right. Which is refreshing. I'm kind of tired of seeing Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to see my superheroes running the company. I want to see him beating up bad guys. Right. Yep. Uh, but he did tremendous job with this. Mm-hmm. He did a tremendous job. You can tell he put in, he really put in the work. He really studied the character. And I, I really hope he sticks with it. Oh yeah. I hope they don't. I hope they don't act like his ass because. No. That would suck. They've made way um, too much money. It's not happened at this point. Yeah. Definitely my one of my top in my top three favorite Batman. Yeah. Portrayals. So. Yeah. I that's figured. another list we could get into in another podcast sometime. But I'm well, just for gonna sure. leave it there. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, the film is in my top three. The portrayal of Batman is in my top three. 
And it's definitely, if you haven't seen it, go see it in the theaters first. While it's in the theaters, if nothing else, because of the soundtrack and the just absolute quality of this film. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Five it's worth... out of five stars. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd say that, yeah. Five out of five. I dug it. I dug every minute of it. Yeah. And it didn't feel long. It really didn't. It really didn't. It felt like a cop drama. Yeah. In places. But, you know, like the movie Seven. Yes. For example. Like, yep. that couldn't have been a hour and a half long movie. No. Like, there was a reason why it was long. Because they had to flesh out the, you know, the hunt for the killer. Yes. Kind of thing. So and had to be had to be twists and turns along the way. Yep. Yep. So they did that phenomenally well in this movie. So great job, everybody involved. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I hope I hope they keep it going. Hope they give us a follow up soon. Uh, the TV series uh, on HBO Max. Those are going to help a lot. I think mm-hmm. um, filling the you know filling the gap between the years here because it'll probably be a couple years. I imagine. Till they start shooting again and maybe it'll do the second and third back to back. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think that's what his goal is, is to do a trilogy. I, I really think anyone who tackles the Batman and wants to create a world, a different world or. Oh yeah. Uh, should get a trilogy. I think a trilogy is a nice, and I guess just two films too, because a third or second sequels are usually tough to pull off. And I actually thought Nolan of all people would have, uh, figured that out but man um i don't want to go back to rises too much i mean it has its moments but yeah that was a letdown for me <laughs> you know yeah um so hopefully matt reeves uh i think he knows how to do this pretty well he did the planet did the last two planet of the apes films so he did mm-hmm. close off a trilogy so i have a lot of faith in him yep this was a definitely this is great and I hope they keep it up. Um, I hope they don't make every killer or every villain very similar, you know? Maybe yeah. he can still be detective when there's not, like, uh, murders happening, perhaps. Just crimes go into that maybe a little bit more. But, yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm sure we'll all be surprised. <laughs> maybe. We'll go see this film, everyone, and um, see it again. And then buy it and all that jazz. There's some cool toys out there too. The car, it's out there. Many forms of it. So it was good. It was good. So yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And of course, we will return. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. Take care. Bye, everybody.